starting with uh, the Philip Schofield interview in The Sun. We're going to play a little bit of that in a moment. Uh, he's also given an interview to the BBC uh, in which he looks incredibly, incredibly under the weather. Lots of people have commented on that. He also talks about how badly he feels, about how he's lost everything. Um, it's a sort of self-pity fest, you might say. Um, but let's have a look at what he did say um, in one of these interviews coming up now. We became mates. And then one day... something happened that just... changed it. There were accusations that you groomed him? I did not. I did not. Yeah. There is no question I did a bad thing. Mm. Unprofessional. First time. I know, I know I did that. Yeah. The last time we had a conversation was when I texted Holly and said, don't reply. This is after the statement last week. Don't reply. You're probably not allowed to. But I am deeply, deeply sorry that I lied to you. Quite remarkable stuff. That's Philip Schofield talking to The Sun. Let's talk uh, to Nigel Pauly now, media commentator. Nigel, very good morning to you. Morning, Mike. Um, it's hard to believe where this story goes next, really, isn't it? I mean, I've said this morning, uh, along with Piers Morgan, that, you know, um, you don't really... I mean, I don't really want to feel sorry for Philip Schofield, but you kind of see that he's in a terribly bad place. Um, but he's there because of his own act, because of his, own, the, 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 you know, because of what he did. You know, the only reason he's there feeling very sorry for himself and asking uh, whether people think he should die, which we'll get to in a minute, uh, is entirely of his own making. He put himself there. Uh, he was the one who lied to everybody. He was the one who decided to resign. He was the one who now sits there saying how sorry he is. Um, it's quite a bizarre world we now live in with this story, isn't it? It is, and who knows what's going to happen. I mean, four weeks ago, who would have thought that we would have Philip Schofield looking, uh, talking about drinking Southern Comfort into the early hours, vaping on a television interview, and doing having a Princess Diana moment, which mm. is what that was. That interview was almost from the Princess Diana three in our marriage copybook. Personally, I thought it was ill-advised. I mean, he's clearly struggling. We yeah. can't take away from the fact that he's a broken man. Yeah. But I, if I'd have been advising him, Mike. I think I might have been a little bit more asked for a bit more contrition, yeah, a bit more apology. I think mentioning his wife, daughters, and the people he'd lied to would have been better. It, it seemed to me it was very self-pitying, as in I'm angry. You know, yes, the guy's lost his career in 16 days, but it, it seemed to be about him rather than about the damage he'd inflicted on others. And then he talks about the, the damage to himself. Yeah. So I would have liked to him saying, I can't believe the hurt I've given my wife, my kids. Holly, who I've known for 14 years, I've been a fool. No, quite a few people have had foolish relationships, Mike. Yeah. You know, it, 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 that's not a crime. No. The, the crime is that it was covered up, we believe. Right. He obviously knows now he's being thrown under the bus by ITV. They've got this external inquiry. Goodness knows what that's going to uncover. Yeah. Uh, and the MPs are being grilled, grilling the ITV executives next week. They obviously have covered their backsides by having this inquiry. And making it very clear they're looking into Philip Schofield and the surround the events surrounding his departure and his statement. Yeah. Spotlight heavily on him. But whether this was a PR I've never seen anyone vape or, or smoke on a television interview. No. Since 
since sort of question time about 30 years ago. I was going to say, yeah, like sort of, you know, Parkinson or something like that from yeah. the 70s. Or Dave Allen. Yeah. But, but, yeah, but, I mean, this is... This is the other thing that I found extraordinary about all of this, because, you know, um, it's a bit like that scene, I mean, talking about, you know, you, you, you think you're old, wait till I give you a quote from Casablanca, you know, where they go into the casino and there's Inspector Renault saying, I'm shocked to find gambling going on here, and then somebody comes and hands him his winnings. You know, they're all walking around in ITV going, did you know anything? No, for absolutely nothing at all. I mean, they must think we're all idiots. You know, of course they all knew something was up, they just didn't care that something was up, and they didn't want to do anything, because Philip Schofield, for some reason, seemed to hold an incredible power over the ball. He did. He, he seems to have, according to the idea, he seems to have the power of hiring, firing and promoting. I don't think that's true. And I think that's where the, the problem comes. You know, Al Capone and Richard Nixon found it wasn't the crime. It was the uh, covering up that, yes. the, that is always the problem. What, what it uncovers, I don't know. I don't like, I mean, Schofield there, I, I say, I don't know that, whether he he'd locked his PR advisors in a cupboard <laughs> or these people who are doing damage limitation. But I would have thought that would have been not something they would advise. He said that he uh, was approached by his lawyer. The son was approached by his lawyer and the BBC, Amal Rajan, who, who just about does every interview going, doesn't he, at the moment? Yeah. He, uh, he was approached. So Is this the same lawyer that he lied to or has he got a new lawyer? Well, this is, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, not far be for me to speculate, Mike. I would suggest it might be a different lawyer. I don't know. Right. Um, but uh, it's interesting. I don't know how the lawyer would sit there and think, is this a good idea for my client? Is this good for his well-being? Mm. Because that looked to me to be a man on the edge. He's not eating. He says he's drinking Southern Comfort into the early hours in, in this Surrey hotel suite. And, um, you know, he's vaping. I, I don't know if people ever knew that he but smoked or... Or yeah, you know, yeah, I've no idea. Let's have a look. Again. Let's have a look at the Amrajan clip because this is the one where he really kind of puts his heart out there for everybody to see. I have, I have brought myself down. I am done. Um, I have to talk about television in the past tense, which breaks my heart. Um, but it continues. And it is relentless, and it is day after day after day after day. And if you do that, if you don't think that that is going to have the most catastrophic effect on someone's mind, what do you, do you want me to die? Because that's where I am. I have lost everything. I mean, it really is quite extraordinary. Um, he's, getting a lot of, he's getting a lot of um, a criticism on Twitter at the moment as well because at one point he says that this is how Caroline Flack felt, which is a particularly, you know, disgraceful thing to say, I think. Well, it's, it's difficult because clearly he's struggling mentally and no-one would like to see him dying and no-one wants to of see not. You know, the outcome. But, again, it, it was a, about himself and how... He's being wronged, and he may well think he's being wronged, but in his high-profile role, it, lying to his bosses, lying to his wife, lying to his close friend, allegedly, and we don't know what happened with this, 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 this other lad. Yes, there is a certain self-pity there, and I think we should feel sympathy for him. But again, I just think the tone of this interview, if you're going to do an interview then tone it differently. And mm. I don't think this was advice. I don't think in the mental state he's in, he's actually strong enough to have given that interview. Because I don't think that was very, very good 
viewing. I don't think it was comfortable viewing. And I think a lot of people will feel uncomfortable. I don't know whether they'll feel sympathy for him. I don't know whether people felt sympathy for Princess Diana when she gave her three in, three in this marriage interview. Oh, I think they but did. I mean, I think they 28 did. 28 million people watched it. But then the and difference between Princess Diana and, and Philip Schofield, though, is that she didn't put herself in the position that she was yeah. in, whereas he has he been solely responsible for finding himself where he is. And then, um, I mean, the thing that I find extraordinary is that this morning is still going. This morning, apparently, um, they were actually talking about the interview. I didn't see it, obviously, because it's not at the same time as me, and this is a far better show. Um, but, you know, Holly Willoughby, supposedly, is going to be back on Monday, if you believe uh, what's being written. I can't see that happening, can you? Well, it, it, it's scheduled to happen. I mean, I think the problem ITV have is their share price is tanking, and if, if she suddenly doesn't go on the show on Monday, there's going to be another crisis, because obviously it's there. But the story is not going away, sadly, for Phil, because... A, she's back Monday, Well, all the tabloids will be writing about her return, if she returns, and speculating what she says about it. But, but B, then they've got the MPs grilling ITV chiefs on, on Tuesday at the uh, select committee of the, the culture uh, select committee. And that's not going to be easy. So that's virtually the whole week now of this. I it's mean, if you were a continuity man, uh, you'd be going, it's a big week next week for ITV. Check us out on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. We've got yeah. MPs to be grilled by. We've got the return of Holly Willoughby. Will she say anything about Phil? Let's do it. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, 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 it's better drama they've had on this morning for a long time, <laughs> which is why their ratings are so poor. Yeah. But the, the, the thing is also, luckily for this show, there is a timeout, and I think someone should have thrown a white towel in on this morning, actually, yeah. if it was boxing. But there is a time out in July when they had their light and fluffy summer this morning and they had their light second rate, the, the second string, so yeah. not second rate, second no, no. string. Freudian slip. Uh, <laughs> Freudian slip. Second string uh, <laughs> presenters. And then in September, I think Holly Willoughby might well be drafted off into some peak time ITV show and I think her career is not going to be connected to this morning because I don't see what's in it for her anymore, no. other than a lot of grief. Well, be it's honest. better for her, actually, to get out, isn't it? Better for her to go I, somewhere I else. I think so. I think it's better for ITV. ITV have invested a lot of money in her mm. over the years. They've already lost you know, a couple of million pounds, Philip Schofield. Holly Willoughby, the BBC wanted um, Holly Willoughby. Her husband, Dan Baldwin, does a lot of big BBC shows, mm. and she has been courted by uh, the big chiefs at the BBC. So I think ITV... But there were four shows that Felix Schofield was going to do or doing that he's not doing anymore, and she does half of them. It could well be she does that with a new partnership or on her own. And I think the peak time show that Phil Schofield was going to do might well go to Holly Willoughby. Mm, indeed. Well, watch this space as ever, I think, Nigel, is a watchword. Nigel Pauly there.